what's going on, Refill Team Fairchild? You guys know how this works. The goal of this podcast is to help bring people together. Whether it's stories of triumphs and success, or even stories of a little bit of failure or hardship, we share them all. Because by doing so, we help connect each other to one another. And that's really what this podcast is all about. So let's go ahead and get this episode started. Yeah, Refuel Team Fairchild. Today we have a super special guest. I don't know if you've heard them flying around, but we have the Air Force Thunderbirds here with us today. I have three representatives that came and had time. I don't know how they had time, but they're here to come (laughs) hang out. Um, First of all, thank you three for joining us. Thank you. Thanks Thanks for having us. us. Thanks for having us. We're excited for the weekend. We're excited to show Spokane area what we what the Air Force does on a daily basis, and we're Brings so glad thunder. that you guys were able to. <laughs> I think we stole you from Travis Air Force Base, so we're very, very excited to have you guys here with us. We started opening up Fairchild Air Force, or we started opening up Spokane, I think, last fall with our Lilac Parade, and now we're just really trying to get things back to as normal as we can. So again, thank you guys for spending some time with us, and if you could go ahead and just introduce yourselves, who you are and what you do. Yeah, so uh, I'll start. I'm Captain Katie Toner. I'm Thunderbird 12. I'm the team's public affairs officer. Awesome. Thanks. And I am Master Sergeant Terrace Lee. I am the first sergeant for the Thunderbirds. Yep. And I'm Master Sergeant Josuel Rosa Castillo, and I'm the QA Chief Inspector. Excellent. So happy to have all three of you here with me today. Can you just also, I know, ma'am, you're probably PA through and through, but sure, what was your job before you were sure? So. Before becoming a shirt, I was a uh, signals intelligence analyst for 17 years, right? Doing primarily NSA missions, working in the dungeons, no (laughs) windows, no phones, all the wall touchers. They're real. It's a thing. Uh, But yeah, 17 good years. Learned a lot. Uh, Got to be a part of some very cool missions. But, you know, I felt myself gravitating towards people and wanting to take care of people. And I figured, you know, the best way for me to get back to the Air Force was this way. So... I put that diamond on, hit the ground running, and uh, haven't looked back since. Excellent. Thanks. And sir, what, what other aircraft have you worked on? So I'm an F-16 crew chief by trade. Uh, so far, that's the only aircraft I've worked. So I've been doing it for 14 years now. 14 years. Excellent. Do you want, care to share how long you've been in, ma'am? <laughs> Depends on if you count my academy time, I guess. If you count it, which I we like don't. to. We <laughs> don't. I like to, because when I do 20, it'll count then. Oh, nice. Um, nice. Ooh, Drop uh, it does count then. <laughs> no, so it's 11 years from when I started, um, seven since graduation. And I've, like you said, been PA through and through since day one. Um, and I've loved every minute of it. I've gotten to do everything from rescue to space. It's a really fun part of my job is I get to change mission sets. So awesome. I get to see everything the Air Force has to offer. Awesome. Thanks for sharing a little bit about yourselves. What made you guys want to join the Thunderbird team? Ooh, 12 has a really good answer for this. Oh, throw me under the bus. <laughs> I'm uh, curious. I no. So, oh, really? No, I oh, haven't my heard gosh. It. Okay. So, have you ever heard the saying that you are the five people you spend the most time with? Sure. So I firmly believe that for good and for bad, uh, for, for better or worse, you truly are the five people you spend the most time with. And I wanted, I, I was seeking a team, right? So a kind of Air Force family, if you will, that I could rally around and, you know, a rising tide raises all ships. So I wanted to join the best of the best and surround myself with 135 of the best that the Air Force has to offer. So that's kind of what drew me to apply. And then 
seeing the mission, the behind the scenes, you know, you see the demonstration and the demonstration in and of itself is incredibly impressive. But then you see the behind the scenes, you see the people, you know, to the left and to the right of you, like these guys sitting right next to me, you see them doing their job. And that's what sold me. So awesome. Yeah, I guess for me, um, <laughs> as a shirt, people are your business. Yes. Right. And so uh, it was an opportunity for me to be a part of like the world's most premier, prestigious flying squadron. Right. I went to rescue when I put on the diamond and I was a part of this team and I love the team dynamic. I love how everybody bought into the mantra. Right. These things we do that others may live. Uh, and I loved everything about that. Everybody bought in. Everybody came to work every day. They didn't want to do anything to disrespect the patch. Right. And so. Sure. My next move had to be something similar or or up, right? So I saw the Thunderbirds and I thought to myself, this is the opportunity of a lifetime. How many first sergeants have there been for the Thunderbirds? Can't be that many, right? We, they didn't get their first diamond until 1981. So okay. this would be the opportunity of a lifetime really to take care of the people who are out there doing recruiting and retaining and inspiring, right? So yes, there's a lot of people who do a lot of great things on this team, but we don't think about the demand, right? There's a lot of shows. And there is a lot of TV and PA and everybody wants a piece of you. They want to take your autographs and take pictures with you and do everything. And so it's a lot for people to handle. And so uh, I wanted to be that person to kind of be there for them and their families. And since I've been on the team, it's just been amazing. Like 12 says, we work with some of the greatest people. They're great at what they do. You look to your left and to your right. And there's just all these professionals who put this production together and it's amazing to see the demo is amazing, but like all the behind the scenes and the moving part, there's no small parts, right? But there's a lot of moving parts. So love it. Awesome. Don't ever want to leave, but it's only a two year tour. So oh, wow. I got to sure. live it up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> live it up. Well, for me, first off, it's going to be really hard to follow those two, but uh, <laughs> I joined primarily to represent the, the maintainers on the flight line. Lots of times there's maintainers that are out there that, whether it's 120 or in the negatives, they go unnoticed because all that people see is the jets flying above. So my big thing was join the team, represent the maintainers around the world, make sure that they're accounted for and not forgotten. Yeah, that's pretty much. This is I the mean, best team to do that that's too. Strong. That was a good answer. Our ground show. Whew, they are on point. Yes, they awesome. are. Best of the best. So 12, do you go by shirt? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> chief? Crew chief? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you just call me Rosa, that's fine, or Jay. Rosa? Yeah, we'll go by first names, because we're cool. Okay. So you can call me Jay. Jay? Jay? Yeah. So, that 12 mentioned a good point. You said there's about 135 of you all? Yeah, and the then, whole team is about 135, and that is minimal fat, if you will. That is the bare bones that we can operate with while still giving people some semblance of a break. Yes, ma'am. We travel with about 70 people. That's including the pilots. Okay. So the star, the C-17 carries about 58 folks each time we go anywhere. That's our true bare bones crew that can operate. And then we try to alternate out some of our enlisted so that they're not traveling for 280 sure. days out sure. of the year. So you, you have a 12 on your, your uniform. Yes, what, I do. Why, why do you have a 12? So that's a great question. I like the number 12. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so there's 12 officers on the team okay. and we all go by our number. So numbers one through eight are our pilots. One through six are demonstration pilots. Seven is our operations officer and also a pilot. 
eight is our advanced pilot and narrator. Okay. Uh, number nine is our flight doctor, flight mm. surgeon. So he does our shine, which our boss likes to say he's our expert shiner. And oh, by the way, also has a medical degree. Nice. <laughs> number 10 is our executive officer. Number 11 is our maintenance officer. And I'm number 12. Awesome. Public affairs. And then there's about how many maintainers would you say? It's about 81, 82 of them. 81. And what's the last... 30 people. So we have various roles, right? So the CSA, CSS functions, you have okay. RA, you have UTM, uh, you have admin. We also have... We have PA, PA RF, okay. RF, one yeah. Charlie's. So we sergeant. have a, a first sergeant, <laughs> a chief. Or two T's. Yeah. So total, there's two 28 T2s. different AFSCs. Sure. Majority okay. of them are 2X, they're maintenance, but... We also have some other opportunities for people to come join the team. Awesome. Yeah. It's almost like a miniature wing. It's very okay. self-sustaining. We have our own our own finance guy, you yes, know, who helps us with our DTS. And I mean, in processing, you go on the road. I don't know about you guys, but when I joined the team, I was traveling on my second day. Right. Oh, wow. And so there's no time to really in process to Nellis Air Force Base. So these guys really are phenomenal at what they do and they take care of you. Excellent. Yeah, so a mini contingency almost. Yes, oh, yeah. Nice. What has been your guys' favorite part about being part of the Thunderbird team so far? Is there one thing you can pinpoint? All right, so on the maintenance side of it, sure. <laughs> I'm going to represent a lot of the maintainers out here for this one. Uh, <laughs> the best part is having all the back shops available oh. at all times. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to wait for sheet metal. You don't have to wait for fuels. They are all on hand. As soon as, we, as soon as we're at work, everyone's at work. So it is the best and the fastest and the most productive team I've ever been a part of. Mm. It's going to be hard when they go back to regular Air Force, I'm guessing, then. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I could wait an hour for sheet metal anymore after this one. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm calm now by trade, so I understand this life. I have never experienced that sort of side of the house, though. So. <laughs> yeah. I'll, uh, I'll say it's the people. Right. Our boss talks a lot about how we are a beacon of excellence and how we, we stand for something greater than ourselves. And we mean something to the people of America. Right. So when you go to these shows, you know, all the background, you know, all the practice, you know, flights two times a day. Everybody's going out to Creech to go practice. Right. But once you get there and you see that diamond and then you hear the roar of five or six and the crowd's just going insane and there's little kids laughing and everybody's smiling and holding their ears because it's so loud. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's worth it. It really is, right? You buy into this, this, this patch that we wear, right? And these planes that we fly, the boss talk about how, you know, the blue angels, they fly blue and yellow planes, but sure. the Thunderbirds fly red, white, and blue planes. True. Right? So like we're, we're team America. That's what we are. <laughs> right. Uh, but it, it's cool to see all the practice and all the behind the scenes and then go out there to a show and watch how much the people love it and they want to shake your hand and they're just happy. People who have been home over COVID and yes. they just, they're not out and about, right? You go to a show, you enjoy it. And, and being able to see people's faces is probably my favorite thing about this gig. Awesome. I think shirt just said it all. It's the people. <laughs> For me, I had this moment in our last trip. I'll just use as like an anecdote here. We did a school visit in Almogordo, New Mexico. Uh, we were at Holloman Air Force Base, which, you know, it's in the middle of New Mexico. A lot of people might say, oh, man, I have orders to Holloman. This, this, you know, it's not the beach. It's not overseas or whatever. But I can't tell you how awesome that show was from a people perspective. 
those people came out for that show and they loved it. And they just were so, I mean, they inspired me. Our mission is recruit, retain, inspire, but they inspired me to be quite honest. And we did this school visit at the high school and no one joins the Thunderbirds. You know, you don't, I shouldn't say that. Nobody is hired because this is a selectively manned unit. Yes. Nobody makes it to this team without being humble and actually caring okay. about the mission. And so you don't come here expecting to be somebody's role model or anything like that. But when I had this, you know, 16 or 17 year old girl, I had three of them come up to me and tell me that I was their new role model, their hero. I legitimately almost started crying. <laughs> I was like, sure. you guys are my hero. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? We're about to start making um, 12 dolls, like the little Barbie. <laughs> we should. God, we no. should. <laughs> no, yeah. no, but it's, it's something that, you know, I never ever thought I would experience that feeling. I didn't set out for that. You know, I came here, like I said, because I wanted to surround myself with the best of the best. And I thought I might be able to make an impact in this job. And Conversely, I think it's making an impact on me. Awesome. So. Nice. Here, here. Thanks for sharing all that. You mentioned the shows. Are there certain areas that usually have a bigger turnout? I know you guys have only been in the seats. I guess it's a <laughs> short tour, but historically, are there some towns that just really show up, like Holloman, or like I know, uh, you got, was, it, was it the Thunderbirds or was it the Blue Angels at Charleston earlier this year? That was the Blue Angels. Blue so. Angels, okay. We but, did uh, the Fort Lauderdale show. Oh, cool. Uh, so I'll say like beach shows in general, the turnout is crazy. It's close to a million, okay. right? Oh, wow. Uh, Fort Lauderdale okay. was Lauderdale? was a million. The Pacific Air Show in Huntington Beach, the Huntington Beach Air Show. Yes, ma'am. That one was like two million, wow. I want to say, last year. The numbers are crazy for beach shows, but I think it really just depends on the population. Sure. The numbers don't always convey the impact that the show has, okay. you know, like the population in Alamogordo, New Mexico, for example, is not going to rival that of Fort Lauderdale. No, of course. Uh, <laughs> but when you look at the impact you have, I think that's something that's not necessarily quantifiable. Of course. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. I was just curious, um, mainly because Spokane is an okay size. I think we're having a lot of people driving in e even from other areas. I just remember seeing some of the Poor, poor PA over at Charleston having to explain the processes <laughs> if you didn't buy tickets or if you didn't, and they were free tickets, or sorry, if you didn't acquire tickets ahead of time, you weren't going to be able to get into the gate just because of the sheer amount of people they are expecting to have versus if they're not on base, if they're in a local area at a beach or something where there's no restrictions, mm -hmm. it's a little bit easier for many, many people to go watch. And I know a couple of local areas are having people over at their, their establishments offering a chance for people to go if, if they don't want to try and get on base because I think it's going to be fun the next two days. So for us. we have we, this year we have shut down a few bases, right? Oh, so yeah. we started with Columbus and oh, cool. forty thousand people showed up and they had to close the gates and turn wow. people away. Wow. Uh, I believe Shaw came close to it as well, uh, but the civilian sites are typically the larger size. Right, Lakeland was huge and there oh, were yeah. people everywhere mm -hmm. camping out, tents, campers, everything. Right. Fort Lauderdale was very cool. It was huge too. So I think that's why the beaches have such a huge turnout. Like you said, there's not, you can, you can go to any area of the beach. If you can get to the beach, you can see us flying. Right. Sure. And so it's kind of hard to, like I said, quantify that bases though. You have a max capacity. Like right. there are gates yes. you have to 
you know, you got to wait in line at the gate and somehow find parking and somehow get your whole family on to see the show. So, yeah, we've reached capacity at quite a few bases, but it's a good problem to have. Great sure. problem. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> sure. And, um, yeah. Most of those uh, shows, like if not all the shows that are on the beach are deployed shows for us. So we're not in that area. We'll fly from the airport and then go do the show and then oh, come okay. back. Now, so the they ones missed that are on, the ground yeah. show. Mm-hmm. They missed the ground show. Now, the ones that are on base... Those are really good and really fun for us as well, regardless of the capacity, because we do it in front of people and they get to come out. They get to see the jets. They get to talk to our our crew chiefs and our air crew and the whole team. And it's it's amazing. Both are amazing shows for us. Awesome. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. What advice would you give anyone who is looking to possibly join the Thunderbird team in the future? Uh, Let's go on. I guess the first thing would be have an open mind. Because you're going to be doing things that you would not do in a regular unit, in a regular squadron. The mission is different. It's a dual hat mission. We're not only doing the maintenance and the flying, we're also doing the public affairs side of it. So at all times, you're not only what your job is, you're also a representative of the Thunderbirds and the United States Air Force to anyone. Because we'll end up in towns where they have no interaction with any kind of military personnel, and you're the first person that they see that is military and to them you represent the entirety of it so at all times you have to be mindful of not only your job but also the mission and the representation that we give awesome well said i would say um make sure that if you have loved ones right spouses and children Mm. uh think about the demand think about the travel requirement Think about how wherever you go, there will be people taking pictures of you. Mm. There will be Instagram posts of you, Facebook posts of you. Right. And uh, not every spouse is okay with things like that. Right. So think about the demand, have these serious conversations, these hard conversations with your family and and truly decide, you know, if this is a good fit for you, for your family. Yeah. It's hard to follow that. Those are both, I don't know. So specifically for Thunderbirds, a shirt really hit it. There's there's a few positions on this team that you do really need to look at that travel demand because, like I mentioned earlier, we try to give people a break, but there's certain positions on this team where you have no break. Mm. Uh, if you're on show line, for instance, on the maintenance side, you go to every single show. Oh, wow. Which means, you know, like the officers, we go to every single show. So we are gone from our families 280 days out of the year um, on and off. So that is, it is very demanding. So like Shirt said, you definitely need to have those tough conversations in advance. We've seen people with amazing applications pull their applications because it is, it is demanding. I think what I would say though, is really think about why you want to apply for the Thunderbirds. What appeals to you about the Thunderbirds? Because it might, I think it might surprise you the majority of the people on this team, the 135 people here, I mean, you heard our answers. They're pretty similar, you know, like, like Sergeant Rosa Castillo over here wanted to showcase the maintainers. You know, I wanted to surround myself with 135 awesome individuals, you know, sure. Joined to take care of people. We didn't join for the Instagram posts. We didn't apply for the autograph line sure <laughs> or, or anything like that. And I'll say like, really, really think about why you want to do it because that's going to make the biggest difference. I think um, Shirt mentioned that we represent, we are, we are a beacon of excellence 
uh, in service to something greater than ourselves. That's what our boss likes to say. Over and and over. And it's true. (laughs) It's true though. I like when you think about it, that's what we do. Not everyone we meet is going to join the Air Force. Not everyone we meet is going to join the Thunderbirds. But if we can inspire them to do something great with their lives, whether it's in service to the nation, to their community, you know, if they change one life, that's worth it. Sure. You know? And so I think if you are motivated by that, if you're motivated by service and really making an impact on people, then this team is probably a good fit for you. Awesome. If someone applies and they don't get picked up, but they were told, you know, you're a good candidate, can they apply again in the future? Oh, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Do you oh, have yeah. people do that where they maybe don't get picked up the first time? Oh, yeah. Later on? Officer okay. and enlisted. I'm one of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I tried to apply when I was a staff sergeant on my way to Korea. I was in Korea, actually. I just so happened to put the hit the button and try to put the package in. And then I got hit with orders to go to Shaw. So, yeah, AFPC was like, nah, you're not you're not going to the team right now. (laughs) Dang. (laughs) But here I am. It's never too late. I ended up joining as a master sergeant. So how many master sergeant slots do they have or senior NCO slots? I'm guessing it's probably more staff sergeant, tech sergeant. There's a lot of staff sergeants. I'd say master sergeants. There's probably 13, 14 of us. Yeah, that sounds right. It's a Uh, good handful. 13, 14. uh, Various jobs and duty titles. Okay, but not too many for maintenance, probably, side of the house. Actually, I think they have the the majority. Wow, okay. Okay. (laughs) To include myself, there's probably seven of us. Yeah, and then there's one senior. Okay. One senior, one chief. Nice. Yeah, we've got them on both sides. Ops, maintenance, PA. Okay. You know, Mm -hmm. there's positions at every level for everyone. So I would encourage you, if you you apply and you don't, you know, you don't get picked up the first time, just keep keep applying. If it's something you're really motivated by and something you really, really want to do, keep applying. Excellent. Timing's everything. Excellent. I did have a question. So you guys are pretty much, you mentioned you're on the road about 280 days out of the year. Mm-hmm. What was the Thunderbird team doing during COVID when the world basically shut down? Were any of you involved? So I came in on the tail end of that one. We were still practicing at home, okay. making sure that we were current, making sure that we were still uh, qualified to do the demo, the demo aspect of it. And we were doing flyovers, a lot of flyovers. Okay. When we were going to different towns, uh, it was remote shows. So we would launch out the aircraft and we were doing America strong. Yeah. When we did America strong, those were all remote shows flying over hospitals and first responders and whatnot. Cool. Yeah. So that team was really special. Uh, sorry. That team was very special in that they took that time and they didn't sit on it. They looked at process improvement. They really, really improved everything about the team. So on the pilot side of the house, they actually redid their training syllabus. And so they made it, they set the foundation so that this year for this team, we could actually come in and fly Delta 50 for our certification. So what that means is historically we were flying Delta 25 on certification, which we number the Delta practices. So basically when all six ships fly a high show together, that's a Delta practice. And we did that 50, we doubled the number of times that we were able to actually exercise that muscle and exercise the entirety of our air show muscle before we were certified. And so that's really, really significant. And we couldn't have done that without the syllabus changes that 
that team made in 2020. It's cool. And then on top of that, they changed some of the maneuvers in the show. So if you've seen us before, <laughs> you might want to come see us again because it's a little different. Oh, neat. Ha- ha- um, historically, had it been pretty much the same maneuvers then throughout the last however many decades? Every year we get certified by the FAA and by COMAC. And so all the maneuvers, uh, not all of them, but the majority of the maneuvers were very similar, sure. if not if not the same. This year, though, I think what we really changed is we changed the way we fly it. There's a couple new maneuvers that were added to the package, which I won't spoil. But the way we fly is different, and you can see it in the diamond. So we talk about the difference in or the the separation of the aircraft, right? We talk about how we fly 18 inches apart. Well, that's not wingtip to wingtip anymore. It used to be, but now we changed the way we fly the diamond. And so they actually kind of overlap in depth if you look at that third axis, right? So now we're talking 18 inches from canopy to, you know, the bottom of somebody else's wing. And so it looks a lot closer. Oh, it wow. looks a lot tighter, <laughs> looks a lot better. <laughs> I saw you guys flying around yesterday when I was coming back from Searside, but I, I haven't seen a show in a very, very long time, so it's all going to be very <laughs> oh, new for me. Oh, you're in for a treat. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. I will be out there both days. Yeah, it's it's like Tulsa said. From <laughs> I have my headset. Yeah. <laughs> from the first show that I saw when I first joined, that it was you know, towards the end of the COVID thing, to now, it is so dynamic. It is by far leaps and bounds. So everyone's going to enjoy it. Please come out. You guys are going to have fun. Yeah. I think it's going to be a good turnout. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's loud. It's close. It's in your face. <laughs> it's <laughs> Sounds <excited>. like freedom. <laughs> the sound of freedom Sounds overhead. Like freedom. Yeah. So I, I am 135s and I am heavies by trade. And mm-hmm. I was talking to my NCYC yesterday and mentioned during our class, because we had class going on earlier this week, how loud it was getting towards the end of the week. <laughs> and we had uh, individuals on Zoom that were tuning in from March Air Force Base, who we also take care of. Nice. And I was just afraid they weren't going to be able to hear what was going on when the speakers were talking. And then it dawned on me, everyone's starting to show up for the air show. Yeah. And we, because I was like, that's a fight. It took me a long time because I was stationed at Lake and Heath for a while. So I've heard, I've heard the, the giant roar of 15s and 16s, but it has been a very long time since I've been stationed with them. So that was kind of, that was, that was an unusual familiarity. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Kind of kind of yeah. makes the base hum in a way. Yeah. yeah, it does. That was one of the first things I said when we landed. It's like, this is quiet. Yeah. It's quiet. It's very quiet. I know when here. I was stationed at Moody, whenever they would start up all the A-10s mm-hmm. at once or like all the C-130s, Screaming. that base would just like literally vibrate. You would walk outside and it was like this electricity in the air. I was just like, oh my gosh, air power. <laughs> this is so great. That's what it reminds me of yeah. when it's air show time. You're like, yes. <laughs> what do you guys do during your downtime for the, what, 365 minus 280? So the late two days, 75 days you guys have? Better than me. I don't math in public. I don't math in public either. I would have just left it at downtime. What do you do in your downtime? Uh, me personally, it's, it's travel time, right? Um, more travel time. It's more travel. Well, it's family travel sure. time, right? My wife, God bless her heart. She is, she's holding it down and <laughs> she is taking care of all three kids. And Ooh. so if she wants to go somewhere, we're going to go somewhere. Of course. <laughs> right. If she wants to do something. We're going to do it because there's no amount of time that like I can give back. That's the same as what she's expending right now. So yes, sir. Uh, whatever she wants to do, we'll do it for me personally though. Like my self resilience comes through the weight room, right? I like to go to the gym. 
mm. by myself, focus on lifting, have my time to myself. But other than that, it's I have the phone on me all the time. So I don't really have downtime, but I do have great people like Sergeant Rose Castillo who will take the phone for me and yep. do some additional duty shirt stuff for Excellent. me. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's either family or gym. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, okay. I guess I'm going. So during that downtime, a lot of it, at least for me, is to catch up on training, training and stuff for the section. And then on my free time, it's uh, like the shirt said, family time, 100%. That is the time that we give back. That is the time that we have to make sure that we're good to go on our personal side of the house. So my wife is very understanding as well. Like she understands that the the mission that we have and the traveling that we have. So when we do have these set times or when we are off season sure. I make sure to knock out whatever we got to knock out and just like the shirt said whatever she wants to do like we're, we're about to do it whether I like <laughs> it or not we're doing it mm-hmm. that's the big one for me nice yeah I'll I'll echo that downtime hmm. downtime at home <laughs> is different than when you get downtime on the road I'll put sure. it that way so downtime on the road kind of like shirt i I have to do something active. I have to get out. <laughs> I'm not much of a TV watcher or anything like that. Um, I'll read books a lot or I'll run or go to the gym or something like that. That's what's going to keep me sane. If I haven't run, it's, it's as if I'm hangry. Draws. <laughs> <Just like laughs> I go through with draws. I'm like, what is happening? Uh, but when I'm home, it's like these guys said, it's it's family time. That's when I spend time with my husband. It is challenging because our day off is not a weekend. Mm. We are doing air shows on the weekend. Sure. So when we're off, it's usually a Wednesday. <laughs> um, so my husband has graciously decided to telework on Wednesdays so oh, that nice. we can spend time nice. together. And he's also active duty, so that makes things a little challenging. Uh, and then we have our dog, and we try to balance, because when I'm home, I think, kind of like Shirt said, he might want to go do things. I'm tired, though, yeah. <laughs> and I want to sit at my house. Always, always. <laughs> I want to, like, literally do nothing and sit at my house, lay by the pool, play with my dog. <laughs> like, sure. Nothing. So we try to balance both I guess yeah so me and my wife we love to go to brunch right Ooh, that's our brunch. thing we brunch so hard <laughs> but since I'm on this team oh no I yeah. can't brunch that much right because oh. it's Saturday and Sunday so this past Wednesday uh she found a spot in Las Vegas that does brunch on Wednesday <gasps> okay yeah. you're gonna need so to send the spot you know I was kind of tired and didn't really want to go but she was like hey I got a spot this is where we're going and I was yes ma'am yes but it was good it was very good so yeah, for me, Wednesday uh, brunch. Yeah, so the wife actually changed her day off to kind of <gasps> match because she used nice. to have Tuesdays oh, off. Awesome. So now she changed it to Wednesday so that we're off on the same day when oh, we're going to travel. Yeah. But the same thing, the probably one of the hardest things about being on the road is that we're always eating out, dining out. Sure. We can't, oh we can't cook. Yeah. So when, when I do get home, I want like a home cooked meal. So like, I'll, you know, I'll help in the kitchen. We'll get something going. And I know that for her, she just like wants to go out and go to like a restaurant. Yeah. Right. But I'm date. restaurant out. Like yeah. we're yeah. on the road all the time. That's I'm what like, I do. Can yeah. we make a homemade salad? <laughs> <laughs> can I get some vegetables? Yeah. I told my wife the other day, I was like, babe, I haven't had vegetables since I left last week. Right? Oh, wow. She's yeah. like, I got you. Yeah. yeah. People ask all the time. They're like, how, oh my God. Oh, what was it at the school? They were like, how much do you bench? Your oh, biceps yeah. are so big. Yeah. Kids are funny right so we love 12 and i've been doing some school visits right we love the school visits it's fun but kids ask the darndest questions right they're so so goofy but they're into it and they want to know and so 
Uh, when we went to Fort Lauderdale, we did get one guy to convert. He said he was going to join the Navy, but after talking to us, he's joining the Air Force Excellent. now. So oh, nice. yeah. that's a win. Boom. <laughs> we're winning. I was like, we changed one life. Boom. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. <laughs> we can leave. We oh. saved him. <laughs> we may Just actually kidding. We love our Navy friends. Love the Navy folks. <laughs> we may actually, I, I don't know. You, you were talking about like blue and <laughs> yellow. It's, I'm pretty sure it's blue and gold for all my Navy peeps. Y'all. Sorry. Blue you know, and we gold. We love y'all. Yeah. <laughs> all I have to say is sink Navy. Ooh. Go Air Force. <laughs> uh, we are Sorry. probably, we're probably going to get that person. PA person from, the, from ALS. <laughs> Remember ALS, that PA individual that she, she was going to get out. She was going to uh, get out of the service. Her DOS was coming up. And I think we converted her. <gasps> yes. To PA is in public affairs. Yes. What other PA is oh there now? She uh, went from the, uh, the other, the medical PA, oh, oh, <laughs> the physician assistant. No, she PA. was a senior. Good answer. To that. Good answer. Yeah. yeah she oh, was talking about so getting awesome. out. You saved and, one of my people. Yeah, we did. We Towards did. the end of it, she was like, so how do I hit the button? Yeah. Like, where do I have to go? And oh my like, gosh. Tell her we have applications. Of yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she was very excited. Yeah. It was good. I'm serious though. We have staff sergeant applications opening. Send her my way. <laughs> if you're hearing ma'am, we got you. Hit yes. that button. We got yes. you. <laughs> So I guess it makes sense. You leave on Thursdays, I'm guessing, when you guys hit the road. And then are you pretty much at whatever location until about Tuesday until you head home or Monday till you head home? Yeah, so we're on the road. We leave Thursday morning and we come back Monday morning as long as everything goes well. (laughs) (laughs) You know, asterisk on that one. Like as long as everything goes well and we have good tanker support because tankers are important. And we have a good C-17 or C-130s. We'll come home. Yes. Excellent. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Big shout part. out to the Travis folks who have been hooking us up, taking care of us yeah. with our C-17s. Oh gosh. Yeah. Also, for tankers, I mean, we've had McDill. We've had McConnell. We've had Fairchild. Fairchild we yeah. brought you Heck yesterday. Yeah. Fairchild you. Yeah. brought us in yesterday. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it really does take a village. The Thunderbirds could not do our mission if it weren't for the rest of the Air Force. Yeah, so. for sure. <laughs> Definitely. And then Tuesday, I'm guessing, is... DTS, everything else, so you can enjoy Wednesday by yourselves. <laughs> You've got have it a down. Day. Oh, come Tuesdays. to the dark side. Yeah. Tuesdays are the worst, right? It's and I, and I we have all the meetings. I have the I have a first oh, art meeting too, okay. right? Every Tuesday, but then we have like manifest meetings. We have DTS. Sure. Everybody who was home crew wants to come talk to you about this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people who need something from the Thunderbirds, they tend to only call on Tuesday or email on Tuesday to do coordination. It's just like go, 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 go. So you look forward to that Wednesday, sure, where oh, yeah. you don't have to go into work. But we're still answering. Like she's on her phone. I'm on my phone. We're still answering emails. And sure. Stuff. I'm on my laptop because I don't have a phone. But it's all good. Oh. He's on his laptop. You don't want a phone. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You have an excuse. A little yeah. excuse. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't have signal. I can't get on my laptop. Yeah. This job is very not go, working. Go, go. Sorry, I have to be at my pool. Yeah. <laughs> so this this job is very go go go, and it may seem like even though you do have a day off that you're not really off. So when we get to these two stoppers and three stoppers, and we have downtime, we have true downtime, mm-hmm. right? I. I'll answer the phone if somebody calls me. I'm not answering emails. Sure, <laughs> right? sure. Uh, we'll go like we were in Tampa and we went to Bush Gardens and just Excellent. had like an adult child day. Right. It was Rode all the rides. Every <laughs> ride. No like, kids with you. Amazing. It was amazing. Every yeah. ride. Yeah. I told my wife that too. And she's like, oh, you had so much fun. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> we did. Yeah. I had the kids. I didn't oh, have yeah. nothing. We got on every ride. We were out there oh, yelling. Yeah. We try to do whatever's like in the local area. Yeah. For so. Lauderdale, we did deep sea fishing. It was oh, fun wow. too. Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. go to that one. I've seen, yeah. seen Jaws. I'm trying to remember the name of the the amusement park in Ohio that we went to last year. Is that Hershey Park? No. Cedar Falls? Uh, I can't remember. I thought it was like Kings something. Kings Dominion? No. 
How, I don't, you know way too many. <laughs> yeah, like you know, the kid, I, I love rides. I don't know, but we'll do whatever's there. Like when we were in Kansas City last year, we, you know, we pulled together and rented a pontoon boat and Excellent. we like went on the lake in the Ozarks. Yeah. Like yeah. there's wherever we are, if there is downtime, we try to have like Shirt said, true downtime. And it's really, really good team bonding because you're Isn't on the that? road. You're not with your family. You're with your Air Force family. Yes. And so it's like, it's time to really just be friends and, and be together and bond and not work. <laughs> no, for sure. Do you guys ever have to do back to back places or do you always pretty much oh, yeah. plan to come home? We have a five stopper coming up next actually. Yep. Oh wow. Yeah. We will leave Las Vegas, Nevada next Thursday and we'll be gone for 26 days. Wow. Yeah. Is that yeah. about as long as you guys are gone? And that'll be the longest point? one this season. Sure. Yeah. We try to come home. More often. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. <laughs> that one just made sense uh, with, the, with the way tanker support was working and with geography. Sure. It just made a lot more sense to connect some trips. You know, it doesn't make a lot of sense to fly across the country and then oh. fly back and forth when you're going right back to the same region of the, the country. So we try to connect those. So yeah, we'll go to Dover. Okay. We'll do a joint show with the Blue Angels. That'll be fun. Nice. Yeah, we love those. They're uh, fun-ish. <laughs> we, like, we like to poke at each other. <laughs> yeah. No, it'll be really fun. They're, they're honestly some of our good friends and we're excited to see them, but we'll go straight from there to USAFA for the Air Force Academy graduation. Cool. So that'll be a midweek show essentially, which will be also very fun, especially for us Academy grads going back and flying over them. It's very satisfying <laughs> to just turn that burner on and be like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> um, and then after the Academy, I'd have to look at the calendar. I can't even remember. Ooh, after the Academy, we go to Indy, Indy 500. Indy 500. Indy 500. And yeah. then Fort Wayne. And then, and then Ocean, Ocean City. City. Yeah. There it is. Oh, wow. Ocean City's yeah. a good one. That's going to be great. Yeah. That's going to be another yeah. one of those beach shows. It's one that's very difficult to pack for. I feel like this five stopper is going to be really difficult to pack Bring for. cold gear. Bring summer gear. Bring all the gear. All the gear. Just bring all the, the rain gear. Super seasonal on this one. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Beach gear. Yeah. yeah you guys are going everywhere. <laughs> High altitude, low altitudes, mm -hmm. or sea level. Yeah, everything. we're going to need jackets and beach attire. <laughs> Very yeah. strange to pack for. <laughs> awesome. What are, some of the, uh, what are some of the challenges that you face in this job that maybe people don't think about? I mean, you guys mentioned that you're on the road more than you're not. Sometimes you're only home for a day or two days at a time. What What are some of the challenges that maybe people wouldn't think about? So for me personally, as a first sergeant, uh, you are operating remotely, right? So you don't have all of the base resources that you would typically have. You don't uh, necessarily have the support of the council that you okay. would typically have. And so for me, I have to be able to make decisions quick and be able to coordinate with chief and uh, our home crew and try to get stuff done uh, in a timely manner. So typically on a base, you know, that council is, is money and we rely on each other and sure. we talk to each other. We have weekly meetings. Uh, and so when I'm not having those meetings, you know, I can't really get and talk to somebody face to face and say, Hey, this is a situation I'm dealing with. You know, what do you think we should do or vice versa? They can't do it for me as well. So uh, just being re operating remotely is it's different. Sure. Right. Um, uh, and, and no knock on my council. Obviously I love them. They're great. Nellis Diamonds Council is amazing. If I reach back, you know, they got my back, but it's just, it's, it's a different vibe being out on your own and, and trying to make sure that you're, you're, you got the care and feed into people and you're still trying to help people take care of their families back home and stuff too. So, yeah. Thanks. 
Yeah, I think we touched on it a little bit already, but the idea of having your day off be a Wednesday, <laughs> I'll just, I'll just yeah. be real. That's not a day off, right? Because the rest <laughs> of the Air Force is working. And so sure. your phone is going to ring. Emails are going to come in. And so I think the hard part is <laughs> probably every Thunderbird is slightly a workaholic. <laughs> Sure. So I think the hard part, unfortunately. the hard part, yeah, it's, it's weird. Uh, I feel like the hard part is setting some boundaries and really like forcing yourself to take that time or even just getting ahead. Getting ahead is incredibly difficult in this okay. job because we're operating remotely. So when we get to execution time, you know, we're here at an air show and everybody's like, oh, everything's come together. We can relax. We can enjoy. And I just laugh because I'm like, OK, well, you guys relax. You enjoy. I'm going to go prep next week's air show. <laughs> but, yeah, I think the idea that uh, when you're working your hardest, the rest of the Air Force in general is off okay. on Saturday and Sunday. And then when you're trying to take a down day, the rest of the Air Force is working and trying to get a hold of you. That makes things very, very challenging because when you need support, you have to you have to really think about timing it to where it's sure. not a Friday at 430 when you're calling the Pentagon. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. No one's going to answer that call. Sure. Uh, just kidding. They will answer, but they will probably not be very happy about it. Right. So you just have to be respectful of other people's times off and just realize that it's not the same as yours. Work life balance is difficult. It's hard. Yeah, definitely. So on the maintenance side of it, uh, (laughs) I'm going to, you're going to hear that a lot. So the logistics that come with deploying an entire team to a show site that is not necessarily a military installation. So we'll fly out of a taxiway at a regular airport. So we have to set that up. We have to bring everything that a regular unit would have at home station or Uh be supported by an installation. Um, So that's definitely very hard for us uh and if we didn't have the best maintainers and the best crews in the world i don't think we could do it absolutely not no we do have spot. the best yeah <laughs> yeah and working remotely too it's there's just a lot of challenges that come with working yeah. remotely yeah for our maintainers like you said bringing all the equipment with you there's connectivity issues. Sometimes we're in like the middle of nowhere and there's no cell service. Okay. And so there's Gordo, New Mexico. uh, (laughs) Yeah. That one was rough. (laughs) I was thinking more winter training trip, like truth Uh, or consequences. consequences (laughs) All of New Mexico. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. We love New Mexico, but it's a challenge um, in some of these locations where, you know, you're in the middle of nowhere and you have to bring all of your equipment and you have to, somehow figure out how to get connectivity so that you can get your job done. We have, like you said, the best maintainers in the Air Force and we have the best calm guys in the Air Force too. They're the ones making sure that, you know, we can uh, VPN. Oh, sure. Yeah. Shout out to CSA. They got me a new laptop. Thanks, guys. Oh, Kyle yes. DeWald. Kyle DeWald. <laughs> I appreciate you. Hat guy. Awesome. <laughs> Well, I don't want to take up too much more of your guys' time because I know you guys got to get start prepping soon, but I want to give you all each a chance to just kind of leave the listeners with any last little bit of information, tips, just well wishes, anything you guys would like. Okay. So 12 said earlier, you know, our mission is to recruit, retain and inspire. Uh, and then you asked, you know, what are some of the things about the team that made us want to join? And then what are some of the challenges? And so we spoke through all of that, but I think above it all, uh, for me, I think it's important for you guys to know that if you desire to be a part of a team, right, a family that that stands for something greater than itself, 
right? You want to push yourself to be the best you that you can possibly be every day. You want to feel purpose every time you put on the uniform. You got to try out for the Thunderbirds. <laughs> you do, right? So this, 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 the dynamic of this team is amazing, right? And our boss, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Elliot, he will, he will, he can sell anything to anybody, right? But he means it though. This man is the smartest man in every room we walk into, but he never treats you like that, right? And when you listen to him speak, you truly buy into what he's given you. You truly want to be a part of this team. And nobody on our team wants to be the weakest link, sure. right? It's, it is a bunch of high performers It's in a selectively manned uh, team. And so nobody wants to be the weakest link. Everybody wants to bring it every day. And so you, you feel pride wearing this patch. You don't want to do anything to disrespect this patch. And so if you want to be a part of that team and you want to do things for the Air Force and for America, right, be a part of something bigger than yourself, join the Thunderbirds. Thank you. All right. On the maintenance side. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> for all the career fields that can't uh, join the team because we don't have your career fields, uh, more of a general like uh, tip, and I live by this, it's uh, lots of us don't have the opportunity to change the Air Force as a whole based on what we're doing or just our reach. But if you can change the life of an airman next to you for the better, then you are changing the Air Force. So make sure that you're always being that beacon of excellence. Ooh. <laughs> All right, maintenance signing out. <laughs> Thank you. I love it. I think just in general, I want people to know naysayers are everywhere. And the only person who can truly ever stand in your way, if you really want something, is yourself. And so I think if you are truly motivated to do something, and that might be the Thunderbirds, that might be something on the civilian side, that might be, you know, you name it, it could be anything. It could be, I want to go be a pilot, I want to get my degree, I want whatever. If you want it, it's yours for the taking. So I want people to know, you know, don't stand in your own way. Um, Negative self-talk is infectious and people need more positivity in their life um, and for themselves. And so just don't stand in your own way. Awesome. I like that. To add to that, ma'am, there's a book by um, Mark Manson. It's called The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F. Uh Uh-huh. I've read Uh, it. And it's about about self-actualization, right? It's about being content in who you are and who's around you and the things that you've experienced, right? It's a a resiliency book. So maybe you guys should read that book if you want to feel what 12 is feeling right now. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Well, I just want to thank you guys all so much for spending some time with us, coming out to Fairchild, supporting our team here. And yeah, it's been a, it's been an honor getting a chance to talk to all three of you. It's great to have a maintainer in the house. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then also getting to meet another section of the O's that come through Thunderbirds, because I think we all just think of the pilots and sometimes probably maintainers, and we th- forget about everybody else that works so hard to make your guys' mission happen every day. So we're really excited to get to meet a handful of them out here for the rest of them back home. We appreciate the support they give us too. But yeah, I'm excited to see you guys hopefully this weekend. I'll be out there on the flight line with PA later today helping out with with an event. But other than that, yeah, thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you for having us. We'll be here all weekend. Gates open at 9 o'clock, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. We fly at 3.15 p.m. Saturday and Sunday. 3.15 p.m. Feel free to stick around after we land and we refuel and we'll bring you out to the Jets. Oh, yeah. We'll also do some autographs. (laughs) You can come say hi. 
can say you heard us being silly on here. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, like, I heard come out after, but yeah. yeah. But when well, they come later, next they'll time, be like, they'll know. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. the girl I met. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the dude I met. Oh, yeah. Pretty soon it's going to be, oh, I have, I have her doll. Oh, oh, God. Yeah. We're going oh, to get a Katie dolls. We're going to get a Ken doll for you. We like should do it. They don't oh, my have God. my shape. A shirt doll. <laughs> shirt doll. Yeah, shirt doll. let's do it. I'm Ooh, with it. We can yeah. make a little diamond. Let's not. Let's have your whole setup, it sounds like. We'll make yeah. bobbleheads. No, sorry, Northern. Thank you, though. This has been awesome. Uh, we really appreciate, appreciate you having us. We should come back and do this again. Yeah, always your, welcome. Your setup is amazing, mm. and Fairchild has been so welcoming. So Heck just yeah. thank you so much. Thank you to to you, your team, and just thank you to Team Fairchild for being awesome. Awesome. Hey. <laughs> and for my Don't listeners, you guys have a spectacular day. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. All right, team. That wraps up another episode of Refill Team Fairchild. If you guys have any stories you'd like to share on the podcast, or maybe know anyone that does have stories that they'd like to share, please let us know. You can reach us at nine two Foxtrot Sierra Sierra dot Foxtrot Sierra Delta Papa dot Fairchild Charlie Alpha Alpha at us dot af dot mil. And until next time, we'll see you then.